Alexander Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has-Been, Banter, Blather, and Joke About Current Events, while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic, or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with these, my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, I guess, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild Professional Anarchist Local Chapter 151, Wiley. Uh, how are you, sir? Well, uh, so far today, I am antagonized. You would say you were antagonized? By you, yeah. I, how have I been antagonized? You've been pushing you? my buttons all morning. I have not Why? pushed your buttons. You have totally you, pushed Just my because buttons. I wanted to stroke your beard yeah, no, or your it, stubble, I should right, say, not yeah, even your beard. It, 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 you know what it was? I was trying to see if I might be able to put some kind of a hex on you to where no, shaving man. wouldn't I, work. I, look, kind of like on like the Santa Claus movies that Tim Allen's did where he tried to shave it and then it would come back. Infatuation you have with me. Mikey's really disappointed too, by the way. I just want to let you know that Mikey's very disappointed. Oh. He doesn't want to see you now because of this. Aw, that's sad. So I just want to let you know. Yeah, well, whatever. But uh, yeah, just just stop pushing my buttons, all right? Because if you're trying to make me, I'm trying you, to get you, you made there. me angry last I'm week. I'm trying to get you there. All right. It's you're doing this intentionally. Is is this well, like sometimes some it, sometimes it gets you there? Stick you do to well like, sometimes it, it makes for better radio. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Great. What's it do for my mental health? Huh. Well, sometimes you got to, you, you know, you got to make an omelet. You got to break a couple eggs, man. You know, I mean, you got to get it done. Do you but, want a good show or not? Like, do you want a good show or do you not want a good show? I I, I think it's going to be a horrendous show just because I've got to look at you this whole time. And we, I, I don't but know. You have to do that every week anyway. I don't so know what's, what's going on with that hair because you look like a 75 year old woman right now. <laughs> 75 year old woman. Yeah. You're actually your sh- hair should be a slight shade of blue the way it looks right now. <laughs> yeah. I do have an appointment at the hair cutter place. On the Tuesday. hair cutter place. Yeah. Yeah. Is is that what it's uh, specifically called? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Pacifically called? Is that what it is? Yeah. Pacifically? Yeah. Versus yeah. not. <laughs> Vice. You actually said it right that time. <laughs> no, I have an appointment on Tuesday to get my hair cut. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's, it, it's in it's it, it's well needed. It's in desperate need. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. There's a lot going on up there. Yeah. yeah. And I don't like, even like having long hair. Yeah. You know, because when I get it cut, I'm going to get cut shorter than yours is. When yours is pretty short right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's ugly, but you know. Yeah, it's just you know, it's, like it's just, just a man's haircut. Here's That's the thing: all. what you've done, what you've done, is taken everything that made you cool and you killed it. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. so now I don't even. You're. You're. I will say this: I have talked to the uh, New York district judges up there, and they have been willing to um, bring in the case to. Um, question your legendary yeah, status you're, you're trying to get to some bit or point here and i'm just not following i got you well wait, you know wait, we'll wait, find out when that? we'll find yeah. out when they so, uh when they bring you up seemed on a little hung over this morning yeah a little bit little bit yeah. had a couple had a couple last night Tied one on huh yeah me we went down to uh um emerald coast brewing which is in the corner of uh main street and grand in okay. downtown Newport Ritchie. Right. Now, the funny thing about this place is is that it's in a location 
that's been there for a long like the, the building itself has been there for a long time right but it's never made it it's never been a it's never been a brewery it was never really a bar right like it was like a convenience store or like a restaurant or well, something like that's that. that's probably why it was never a successful bar or brewery because well, but it was because never, it's never been. But one. that location isn't successful for any for at least in the past, it hasn't been successful for any business. But it's been there for a long time. But the building itself has been there. It's right on the intersection. Like it's it's right. the building right on the intersection. Okay. And this brewery is, I'd say, look, you have all different kinds of people that make breweries. This one is one that really, it's. I know I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound rude. Or it's going to sound like I'm saying something derogatory, but I'm right. not trying to. Okay, it's 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 the brewery. Like if a woman made it. <laughs> all right, hang on, uh, folks. First of all, I apologize. To I'm not even all saying our, it as hang a on. Dig. I apologize to all our female listeners out there, uh, and all our our, our trans women uh, listeners out there, and frankly, frankly, all of our listeners out there for whatever Alex is about to explain on how this brewery seems like it was made by a woman. Well, here's the thing: it okay. was made by a woman. Okay, so it, that, that that's going into the deal right off the bat. Okay, it's a very nice place. It's very clean. The color scheme is that that's more, um, what that would, what they would, what Kelly call it? She called it uh, <laughs> this is another coastal bohemian. Okay, all right. So she kind of went coastal bohemian with it. All right, and it's a nice pl- look. It's a really and it's nice called place. Emerald Coast. Yeah, it's called Emerald Coast. Okay, and it's a, it's a really nice place. Again, I don't. Which even, I would honestly thought would have an Irish lean when you talk about Emerald Coast. They they just didn't go down that road with it. Yeah. So, but I talked to the I, I talked to the woman that owns it that right. run, when the runs the place, and like I was like, hey, do you got your story on like your website or anything like that? And so she said she didn't, and then I, so I started trying to take notes and text to type and right. you know and, or type to text, but whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. I tried to get, I tried to get the story out, and she spoke really fast, a lot faster than the Google uh, Docs type to text thing would work. Right. And. Because I'm like, okay, well, I'll get some stuff from her, and then I'm just gonna, you know, put together the review. Because the re- you know, it's gonna be a good review. But now I'm like, I didn't get enough information, and so now I'm gonna have to go back and talk to her because I was like, well, you know what? She had a really interesting story. It was her and her wife, and like she's got like there's other people involved, and it's a whole thing. But it's a really cool place, I, and I'm curious to see how a brewery works on that intersection because it's just like. You know, like right across the street, Caddy Corn from is a is a bar called uh, Bourbon Street, which actually has probably one of my favorite meals in it. Then across from that is like a like a lawyer place, McPherson, like guy that was a libertarian oh. um, there. And then across the street from that is like another is a like a, a financial advisor and real estate or something like that. But it's like right downtown, and they have an outside area so we can have cigars. We're sitting there having cigars, but we, you kind of you kind of can see the traffic going you know, on that intersection. Right. Which actually was kind of nice. Like, you know, because normally if you're going to be sitting there, you'd be sitting there right on the side like an idiot. Right. But, right, you know, right. this is in a seated area and stuff like that. So it was really cool. It was, a, again, had a lot of fun. It was a good place. And um, then we went to another place in Fusion where the beers were just way too expensive. Like, even yeah. for even for craft breweries, like $10 for a beer is just a little too Yeah, much. it's too high. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I understand. Six, seven bucks should be the cap. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to go, you know, you don't really want to go north of that. Yeah. And um, I'm always looking for an amber ale now for for an amber beer, just to try to see if I can find one that's better than the one that I have at Craft Life. 
so it sounds to me now now here is something that i'm actually very encouraged by so it sounds to me like you were taking notes uh you were actually want to get the story of this brewer out you want to write a review on it for florida blue uh, uh brews traveler yeah right um so is does that mean that you've actually taken my advice and taken chat gpt out of the loop Oh, no, absolutely not. Okay. So here's what I'm doing. All right. It, it, what I'm going to do is I'm going to type up a bunch of stuff. I'm going to take my own notes. I'm going to type up a bunch of stuff. And then I'm going to take that, put it in a chat GPT, and then have it spit something out. Well, it, it, at least, honestly, at least that is a, it's not great, but it's a much better use of a tool that, that doesn't seem as much like cheating to me. Okay, here's what I've been doing. Okay, so when I did Cigar City, I did the first one. I I really just let ChatGPT do the work. Right? Yeah, that was horrible. Which now now that I've been looking at it, so here's what I'm doing instead. I'm going to like Yelp and all the review sites. Right. And I'm taking down all the. I'm looking at all the reviews Why? that they have. Why? Why? Because Why? I, I, I no 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 look. Yeah. Ah, again Can you listen to what i'm saying no i know i'm not i'm not i'm not why because, won't you let me finish because it, it, you don't seem to understand what it means to review something you don't seem to understand what it means to be a uh you know look if you're going to create this thing it has to be your opinion. It has to be your observations. It has to be what you think. Okay. Okay. Otherwise, it's just a lie. So, so you're going to go like, to Yelp listen, and the consolidate well, all the reviews. I did. I did. I did two frogs, right? And I t- two I've frogs been, is a different brewery. I yeah, assume. different brewery. Okay. Which the one cool thing I found out about two frogs is well, and there's different things like the story part of it. Like, what's their story? I got to find out from them. I can't look right. At, you know, I get, yeah. and so I've been finding. So I would take their story. I would take that information. I was like, well, rewrite it, make it sound you know smarter, better, right? Yeah. Which they've been, which we've been doing. Same thing with the beers. Is you take the beers, you, you get your opinion on it, but then you get like I'm not an IPA guy, so like I'm not gonna you know like I don't I don't care about IPAs. I don't right. like them. Yeah. So. I'm taking information that's out there, and then I'm kind of just making it sound a lot better. Right, and that's what I'm doing now. So I've 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 made adjustments from one, day one to day five. Okay, well that's good, yeah. and I'm going to continue to make adjustments. I actually like what I like is I like typing it. I like typing a lot of it out myself, and then putting it in the thing and having it just make it sound better. Is this website up? Oh yeah. Oh, is it really? Oh yeah. For, oh. Florida for Florida Bruce Travelers. Oh, dot com. No, no, no. It's a Substack right now. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, never mind. What do you mean, never mind? <laughs> never mind. No, look it up. No, Go ahead. No, 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 no. Come no, on. No, I'm not going to. You know what? Now you're just being a let me see, know. Let, you let me, me know a, when you actually spend the $8 a year to register a domain. Well, I don't want to do that just yet. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do something else with that part. Well, hang on. Hold I, on. I'm going to put in the show notes right now, though. Like, oh, go in the show notes and look this up. Uh, enough of this shameless self-promotion. Come on. Look it up. Am I getting you a cut what? on this? Are you making any money on this? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. There okay. will be something eventually, though. There will be when, something eventually you'll be able to do. So when, just look, when, it up, when, look it up right when now. You, uh, when you uh, uh, make some money in this, I get a cut. Okay. Just look it up just real quick. Just because uh, all Scroll of, up a little bit. Uh, FloridaBrewsTravelerSubstack.com. Okay. And then look at the latest Type one. in your email? No thanks. 
Really? You can, right, you hang can on a second. That. You know, fuck you. you. Can go no, no, no. That. Fuck you. Fuck you. No. Now I'm not going to. You can the, go past it, folks. Underneath when you it go, says Alex is such a fucking whore. <laughs> he is such a fucking whore. Never give him your email address. Ever, ever, ever. Because he will spam the fuck out of you. So when you go to this page, the first thing you come up with is type in your email to continue. No, and then real tiny at the bottom. Button. No thanks. No, just say no thanks then. No, I'm not even going to continue. Just say no On thanks. On principle, I you am not. Just, no. No, come on! Oh, Jesus Christ, dude! Really, just really, do it! You know, hit for all. Just put no thanks on all, it. I don't understand the problem. Why can't you invest in, in your time in doing this shit for our show, huh? What do you mean? I, oh, you don't think we have the show on Substack already? Oh, we, uh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I put two hours. Do I, do I, I put. Hold on. I put. I put. Oh, I put one hour on sub on Substack. Do but, do I have to put in my email address to continue? You, you don't have to. You can hit no thanks, just like you had right there. <laughs> First thing, man. just go it's hit no thanks, man. Would you hit no thanks? All right, fine. It's not, not my I, fucking I fault. It. Yes, it is. What's well, Substack's fault? You designed it. You, no, I guarantee you that's not the only way you can do a Substack. I don't know. Maybe. <coughs> okay. So, right up there, that's a the two frogs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, look at it though. A symphony of flavors at Dunedin Brewery. I know that's fucking chat GPT. But but hold on, is it wrong? Uh, yeah, kind of. No, there is not. It, there is so, how many different f- flavors of beers at fucking twelve? Maybe no, more than that. No, no, they got about a dozen. Well, that's enough for time. a symphony. Yeah, <laughs> that's enough for a symphony <laughs> that's a of flavors. Tiny flavor. fucking symphony, man. <laughs> that's the oldest microbrewery in the state. By yes, the way. I know, I know, I know the owners. I was there when they opened. Well, well, you know, look at the look at the two frogs one. Scroll uh, back up and click on the two frogs one. No, I, we're not doing this. Just do it. We're, oh, no, come again, on. See, look, you know what, man? You're no. not. You know, you should embrace it. No, no, I'm not embracing it. I'm not embracing it. We're done with that. We're we it's are a hidden gem in Tarpon Springs. <laughs> do you know how they got? The, you know how two frogs got their name? By the way, uh, no. Their last name at the father and son is Croak. Oh, okay. All so right. that's why they went with two frogs. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. And the father and son run the place. Yes, the son is the brewmaster. The father is the uh, business uh, guy. Is the business guy. Yeah. Nice, nice. But he's really good, though. He was brewing since like 2014. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was before the brewery even opened in 2017, and they actualized their dream, opening two frogs in historic downtown Tarpon Springs. Uh, Chat GPT write that. Well, yeah, I didn't. Sound that smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I can't think of a anything where you would use actualized as a verb. No, yeah, I just I, I can't listen. They imagine. they got the Kim Meister. It's a hazy IPA. You know, what I'm saying yeah, yeah, and you definitely didn't taste that. So what is well, no. what does it say about the uh, IPA? The chemistry series has outdone itself with the Kim Meister. This uh, hazy see, IPA, no, no, boasts a delightful right. combination. I know for a fact you didn't drink that again. No, no, God damn it, God damn it. See, it's yeah, a, but Ray did. You're still lying. Did did he say oh, exactly yeah. that? No, he didn't say exactly that. Oh, okay, what did he say? That's all right. It's a good beer. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> See, all right. So what you're saying is literally the site that you created is completely meaningless. No, it's not. It's like they have outdone them. They, they've outdone themselves with this. A lot of people said they outdone themselves with this. Oh, because you went on Yelp and saw other people reviews. Yeah. <laughs> God, I 
hate everything about this. I really do. I I mean, look, it it, it sounds like a bit, but I, I I really am disappointed that you're doing it this way. Well, it's here's just, the thing. It's not. Hold on. It's not I, honest. I, I hold on. It's I, not honest. What do you mean it's not honest? It's not honest because you. Just How told is me, it not honest? You just wrote this whole flowery thing about an IPA that you didn't try. Okay, and Ray Ray tried it and said, "Yeah, it's all right. That's good. Right. Yeah, but who's <laughs> yeah. gonna read fucking? It's good. Oh, that's good. Uh, then you should have written it was." It was, you know, on the average scale. If anything, I think that what this is doing is it's actually teaching me what I need to look for in order to write them. Well, you need to say what you actually think. Well, I, that's what you need to do. You need to tell people the truth about. I believe what everything you getting written here. <laughs> no, you I don't. believe all of it. <laughs> look, oh, here's the thing. Let me read this paragraph. I could you? never, re- I could never write something like this. So let me just say this. Okay, but the, that's exactly yeah. My but point. I mean this though. No, but you I don't. mean all right, this. Let's all right. Let's hear it. Okay. Overall, Two Frogs Brewing has truly impressed me with their exceptional lineup of beers. Each brew offers a unique experience. And How do you know? Did you taste each brew? Was each brew a unique experience? Oh, absolutely it was. <laughs> um, it says it on the sign. It's um, each beer, brew man. offers a... Uh, exactly. That's the thing. It's just beer, man. Well, then you're lying. Everybody's Then you're lying. lying. All right. So let me finish this, though. Each brew offers a unique experience and showcases the passion and creativity of the brewery. <sighs> okay. We need Whether to you're stop a fan this. of loggers, this is two weeks IPA, in a row. or porters. No, fuck this. Stop, 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 stop. All on you. Fuck you, you said no, you let me... I don't want to hear it anymore. This is two weeks in a row where we've argued over a fucking stupid beer review site. We're done. We're done. Ask me why I'm driving that car today. Why are you driving that car today? That's my car now. (laughs) Why is it your car now? Um, How did you lose the truck? It. uh, Did you look under the sofa? Did I look? (laughs) No. So here, here's the thing. So I'm actually driving to a client uh, for a a meeting. Okay. For a meeting. For a meeting. And uh, it happens to be a Ford dealership. Shut up. Right. Okay. Um, and uh, as I'm on the way in my my 2006 F-150, um, it starts idling really rough, man, like really, really bad. Okay. And very little acceleration, and I'm fighting, and I've, I've got like 20 miles still to go Ooh. to get there. Where the fuck are you going? Uh, Wesley Chapel. Oh. Yeah, so. Did you get a new client or something? No. No. I, I, I don't want to get it. Now I've pretty much given away who the client is. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't want to disclose my clients. But, okay. All right. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a client I've had for a very long time. And uh, so uh, I, I'm driving out there and, uh, you know, it's just a horrible ride. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, shit, I got a clogged fuel filter or something like that. And uh, I, I limp. I mean, I, I make it just barely get it in there. They diagnose this thing and uh, blow an engine. <laughs> Total oh, shit. loss of compression on two cylinders. So, yeah, she she's uh, she was a goner. My 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 truck. Oh, no more because it would have been ten grand to replace the engine in that thing, and that 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 truck was not worth ten grand. So, might be more six or seven. So, what about, what about this? Where'd you get this vehicle from? That's, that's my wife's car. So I did just like right there, I had to buy a new car. You know, to get home, <laughs> essentially. So I, I bought her a, uh, actually got another Lincoln. Now we have two fucking Lincolns, you know. You're like a monster. But, but I got her a Lincoln SUV. Oh. So, yeah, I used one, you know, so no, nothing special. 
but uh yeah do you want me to write a review about your uh, experience at that dealership i'm sure it would be <laughs> full of words that you don't even understand the meaning of some of them maybe <laughs> yeah maybe but they sound really fucking good though but now that now that i'm driving this is a lincoln mks and it's got the big four point uh i think it's got the 4.7 liter v8 i'm gonna get in trouble with this car why i mean it goes I, fast i i've i've driven this car frequently but you don't always, drive it on the regular I, I i always drove it with my wife in the car oh you know? so you don't drive and it. you can't drive a car with your wife in the car the way you want to drive a car and now i'm driving that thing like it's meant to be driven and i i'm sure i'm gonna get i know i'm gonna get ticketed here before long because i'm driving fast and aggressive and you know really oh yeah yeah you know what man i gotta tell you now i drive like a fucking old man i i i used to you know and i learned that from driving four years without a driver's license you know because even though i wanted to get pulled over for that i never wanted to get pulled over and again if you have no idea what what i'm talking about just google adrian wiley driver's license you'll see you know the whole history there i'm not going to go into it but for four years i drove without a driver's license intentionally wanting to get pulled over and uh during that time i never wanted to get pulled over for any other cause so i wanted to make sure that if i did get pulled over it was specifically just for the driver's license issue so i got in the habit of literally obeying the speed limit obeying every law law coming to a complete stop and that still carried over. So for a long time, I you know I'd, I'd go over the speed limit and stuff. But I was you know, I would say that uh, you know pretty good about uh, following the rules of the roads. But now <laughs> it's back like being a teenager again in this car, man. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, um, I was pulling out uh, from a, 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 a side road onto a main street, and it was right near a, an intersection. And you know, and so. This woman had left a gap kind of to let me out, and I couldn't tell if she – and she was, like, on her phone, right? And uh, so I couldn't tell if she was actually leaving a gap to let me out because it was not much of a gap, but I could make it. Or if she was just – had stopped ahead and traffic crept up because she was on her phone. She didn't notice the gap increasing in front of her. Um, so when it was time to roll, <laughs> she started to to uh, slowly accelerate like she was going to go and not let me in. Mm-hmm. And I just punched it, squealing tires and fishtail, and got in there in front of her, and then just punched it down the road. Next thing I knew, I'm doing 30 over the speed limit, and I'm like, "All right, I gotta chill." Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> that was the you know what that was the one problem with the Tesla. Yeah, oh yeah, because the thing has stupid get up and go. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I would be a little more, little more oh, uh, daring when it comes to getting into traffic. You know, when you're driving a, a, a powerful vehicle like that, you got to be. Yeah, but no, when I get, I mean, I, I knew what I was doing, <laughs> but I, I smoked the tires a little bit and, you know, <laughs> nice little fishtail, uh, you know, getting into the position. What road like. are you getting onto? A county road one. Okay. All right. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, so it's fun like that. It's fun driving a fast car again. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird deal. Yeah. It's a weird deal. Yeah. You get, then you, then and you handle, then like, when you go oof. to another vehicle after that, then you're like, oh crap, this sucks. Right. Right. So. But then you get used to that too. And again, I drive like an old man now. I really do drive like an old man now. Yeah, I like I don't drive fast. Every once in a while, I drive fast, but most well, of the time, I don't man. drive fast. So you know. I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm getting there a lot quicker. Right, a lot quicker than I think I should be. Now you look about seventy, like I said. Well, you know. I have good hair for seventy, though. <laughs> well, you have your hair. So yeah, that's a good that, thing. that's always a positive. Yeah. But yeah, I, I totally need a haircut. But I, I at this point, I'm not sure where your unibrow begins and your hairline ends. You know, uh, so, I don't know either. And yeah. I'm looking forward to having two eyebrows after this haircut. Yes. So I am. Yeah. Yeah. going to ask for the uh, 
for the separation of the eyebrows yeah, during the haircut? You, you, at this point, you constantly look confused and slightly irritated. Well, that's just because I'm near you. Maybe a little bit shocked. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's because I'm near you, and you don't like when I do things. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, so what, what are we talking about? What's in the news today? We, uh, I, I, we, hold we didn't on, do real, a ton of hold show. On real quick, oh, hold on, real story? quick. On the AI thing, though. Oh, fuck the AI. Hold on, hold on. I will say this. For everybody else that I've told about it, and then they've read it, they've loved it, they don't care about the AI as much as you do. Uh, like, do, do you they are, not care you are about a man honesty? on an island. Do they not care about honesty? Though? I guess not. And see, that's the thing. That... The AI really bothers me just because of my stance on AI in general, because I sincerely believe that AI is an existential threat to humanity. You know, there's no doubt about it in my mind. But the other thing that really pisses me off is everything you're doing is a lie. I mean, it's not a lie. It is a lie. Ah, it's not really a we lie. Just, we just went over the fact how it is a lie. If I'm because taking when, information I'm getting from other people, then it's not really a lie. Because yeah, that's their it opinion. It still is, because you're presenting this as your opinion. That's the difference. Uh, uh. If you said this site is dedicating to take everyone's online reviews and consolidating them and coming up with a consensus, okay, fine. You know, it would be worthless at that point, as it currently is worthless. <laughs> All right, you know. All right, we'll move on. We'll yeah. move on. I know. But I know how much you hate this. That's what I'm talking about. Just make it honest. Make it real. I, make it true. I will say this. I am. I am doing. I am doing more now to do that very thing. Okay, good. And I will say that from where you were last week to where you are this week is an improvement. But I, if we're going to talk about this fucking thing again next week, I want to see more improvement. Okay, we'll All work right? on that. All I'll right. work on that. Or where do you want to start first? Uh, hold, on, was there, hold on. Was there something else we wanted to talk about before coming into the show? Uh, I think so there was. we talked was. about the car. Yeah, I think there was. I want to do something else. Now. The hair, was there anything? No, no, we talked about that. No. Uh, the chat GPT thing, we talked about that. Going out drinking. Right. I mean, I talked about drinking, but like I drank probably a little bit more. And again, I, you know what's weird about going out at this age now? Like, you, we hit downtown Newport Richie. We were down there by 5 p.m. Right. Great time to be down there. Yeah. But nobody else goes out until like, you know, hours later. Oh, right, right. But I don't want to do that. Like, I really don't want to do that anymore. Like, I'd rather go early have a couple beers and then go home yeah yeah shit i've been going to bed at 10 o'clock at night lately <laughs> yeah i'm on that i'm on that cycle where i'm getting up at like 4 30 5 o'clock in the morning though that's definitely an old oh, man character i know i know i'm trying to break it yeah because normally i was a guy who I mean, like oatmeal every morning i i can't do that um i i was normally the guy who would go to bed between like midnight and 2 a.m yeah that was like my window and i'd still get up at like seven mm-hmm. you know but uh, you know now it's like ah oh, Jesus that's just you know I, you get old so quick you know yeah <laughs> and now I don't get hangovers per se but after drinking more than you know one or two the night before I literally can feel my liver hurt <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh my liver hurts today <laughs> yeah I wish I would have drank like a whole thing of water before I went to bed right that would have been better yeah but I didn't do that yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's uh, what we got in the news here. All right, so like there was a lot of different stuff in the news this week. I really I only cared about some of the stuff. So um, this one was like, so there was an article. It was from the Washington Post. Science is revealing, revealing why why American politics are so intensely polarized. And I want to read a little bit from the article. Yeah, I'm actually interested in in seeing why like they're, they're saying this. Yeah. yeah. Um. Fresh from a major victory in Iowa, former President Donald Trump was scheduled to speak at 5 p.m. in the parking lot 
at the country club was opened at 10 a.m. The doors opened at 2 p.m. And, uh, and hundreds of people were already in. When everyone finally got inside, they had to stand tightly packed for hours more until the storm-delayed candidate finally arrived just before 7 p.m. It's not only it's not always logistically easy uh, being in the Trump tribe, but people are but people stuck it out and were instructed to turn around and express their sentiments directly towards the news media. They dutifully booed and raised middle fingers. The antagonism of Trump supporters felt towards the media is a small piece of the broader political and cultural phenomenon. This country, though politically fractious since its founding, is more polarized than ever. The rhetoric more inflammatory, the rage more likely to curdle into hate. It's ugly out there. Yeah. Um, so and I'll keep going. As the 2024 primary uh, season revs up, and with the political stakes this year extraordinarily high, voters are both pol- polarized and hardly budging. Pundits expect another close election that's a repeat of 2020. There's not a whole lot of wobble on either left or right. Yeah. So. Well, and again, I, I and I, I just skimmed the article. And uh, one of the things that they're talking about there is that politics has become our identity. Yes. You know, and, uh, you know, we talk about that a lot when when it becomes that and like everyone who is of the same political bent is like on your team and that that tribalism kicks in. Yeah, it's 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 all down. And the others of the other side. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, when you stop seeing yourself as. You know, I, I'm part of you know mankind. I'm I'm an American. When you just start, I'm mega. And when when you yeah, when, and again, it, it's crazy. I actually saw a video of a guy who was, and it's like a dash cam video of a guy inside his car, right? Um, and he's it starts out with him, um, he's literally praying to Donald Trump. Oh, my God. I, Do you think it was a rib? I thought at first, okay, this is a parody, okay? And then shortly thereafter, as he's sitting in the vehicle, two cops come up, gun drawn, and you can see him come to the driver's window, okay? And he's he's praying, Donald Trump, please deliver me from this. Save, the, save me from this situation. Like, hands folded, praying to Donald Trump, yeah. okay? And the cops show up gun drawn, and I'm still thinking, okay, this could be a parody, but it didn't look like it. Next thing you know, they're smashing his window, tasing him, and pulling him out. Okay. Whoa. Right. So this was a legit, this guy had clearly done something to make the, the cops respond in that Yeah, because he wasn't black, right? <laughs> no. So that's guy. not the reason. No, right. He wasn't black, which is shocking. Um, but literally the entire time, he was praying to Donald Trump, it, it, like as if Donald Trump somehow had the power to make this situation stop, to make the police. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. But you think it's real? It was real. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that. Yeah, it was the the cops' actions were way too realistic for that to have been a parody. Yeah, you know. Look, I think I think the one thing is I think for the eight years of Obama that the right wasn't mad at the cult of personality of Obama. Right. They were jealous. <laughs> yeah. Because there was, there was a cult of personality for Obama that looks nothing like the cult of personality for Trump. It's a totally different. They, they doubled and tripled down 
on this cult oh, of personality. Okay, hang on a second. I've actually got the clip here. I'm gonna I'm gonna play just a minute of it here to see what we can get. Let me see it. All right, hang on. Let me get to the part where. So he's sitting in this car with his hands up. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Please save me. Please save me, Donald Trump. Please. I'm asking you. Please save me. Please save me. Please get these people away from me. In dear God's name, please stop these people. Yeah, the cops banging on the window down. They broke his window. Yeah. Yeah, but why did he roll the window back up? Yes, sir. But yeah, it's sitting there praying to Donald Trump. Like, it, that's like, some scary. Yeah, shit. I mean, but it goes to show you that there is a significant portion of the population that that's what they think man i mean that's it's when we say it's a religion in a lot of ways it you know there are religious aspects to politics these days and i'm not just saying with donald trump i mean donald trump is the the primary example but there was a lot of this sort of thing that went on with obama too you know like obama's going to take care of me out of his personal stash Oh you yeah, know, no, no, no. What people think is crazy, <laughs> and it goes. And you're right. This is not a uh, one side or another side. Again, they take it to different levels. But this has gone a different step. I mean, this is Kim Jong Un stuff. You know what I'm saying? This is like literally only the dear leader can save us. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, they some of the Trump supporters literally look to him as a deity, as a godlike figure. As if by this man sitting in his car, holding his hands up, praying to Donald Trump was somehow going to stop whatever bad shit was about to happen to him. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's it's just astounding to me. You know, so that's why <laughs> when when you, you said, like, we need a scientist to answer this one, why American uh, politics has become so polarized. You know, that's why it's turned into a religion. It's turned into our identity. You know, yeah. Like when someone, you know, in the past would say, you know, I'm a Christian, I'm a Jew, I'm a Muslim. And how many wars have been fought over that shit? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now they say, I'm a Trumpster or whatever, you know, I'm MAGA. I'm ultra you know? MAGA. Yeah, right. Exactly. So they present it as their identity, their deep seated identity. I mean, because when you talk about this thing, when you talk about a religion, for for people that is like what constitutes their core their soul and now you have people who put politics in that same uh you know that that same realm as this is the core of not only who i am as a person but who i am as a spiritual being you know i mean it's just oh yeah no they got pictures oh no these guys think he's the second coming of jesus right 
Yeah, and I know every time I see one of those those portraits or posters or something of like Trump as a a, a, a deity or a Jesus figure or you know things like that, or or Donald mm. Trump standing there with like Jesus holding his leg and looking up to him, you know, what yeah. I'm saying? like they're literally. I mean, I I see that and I think that's got to be parody, but it's not. You know, that's what a, a I think significant a, I number think of people a, believe. There's a percentage of the population that is totally down this road that has for it, some reason told themselves that this is the only guy that can fix things. Right. Right. And it, it's not an insignificant number either. No. Yeah. I mean, it's not the majority. No, God, no, no, but, but it's not, it's not nobody either. It, it could be 10%, <laughs> you know, could be yeah, 10, 15. It could <laughs> right. be, it yeah. could be, it's, it's, it's a weird deal, man. It's a really, really weird deal. And it, it like, here's the thing that let me on, not to not to defend what they're doing, but to to point at the stuff that they're look, listen, the media itself is a bunch of liars. They have right. oh, yeah. manipulated the general public for a long, long time. I understand. So they why actually don't deserve trust the, media. the hatred yeah. that they're getting. Yeah. Politicians have done the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Trump is able to point to these people to say how messed up and how bad they all are. He's not wrong that they're bad, but they've been relatively accurate reporting on him <laughs> but yeah you know? but they're also like this guy is just he the thing about trump is he doesn't know when to shut the fuck up yeah well but he never does yeah and this election i can't and i really am and again i know you don't think he's going to be the nominee he's not but right now he is the nominee right now he's the front runner along with biden and both parties Obama for different Pence. reasons how many times i have to tell you okay so both parties right now though are doing everything they can for both of these fucking guys. Right. And it's sad. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. They both have other people running. <laughs> you know, like there's there's people in other, Dean Phillips or Dennis Phillips, whatever the fucking guy's name is, it's the Democrat running. Right, whoever. Like, you got other people running, you just choose to fucking ignore them completely. Right. Because this is the matchup you want. Nobody else wants this, but the media sure as hell fuck wants it. Right. And you know what's funny is uh, all mo most of the people like the business owners that are uh, you know planning on voting for one of these two guys wouldn't hire them for their business because mm -hmm. they're just too old. <laughs> wouldn't hire their ardent supporters either. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, look, the good news is is at least now all these folks are going to have somewhere to go. Yeah. Kentucky, yes. as it turns out. Yes. Yes, actually. So there is revealed as a far right figure is trying to create a Christian nationalist um, haven in Kentucky. Um, so the venture fund and real estate startup linked to far right groups promotes residential development as community for right wingers. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, here's the thing. I, I think it's sad, but I think it's great at the same time. Yeah, it's, too. it's it's sad. It's pathetic, but. It's the right thing to do. I mean, if, if if that's what you want to do, buy a big chunk of land. All you people live there together. Isolate yourselves. That's great. You've got every right to do that. You know, and hopefully the rest of the world leaves you alone. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, that's <laughs> you should have the right to, to group with like-minded people and, you know, uh, live at your, your own way and your own place. And, you know, that, that should be it. So, yeah. Oh, so, so the promoters have presented the planned development as an aligned community for right-wingers who want to disappear from the cultural insanity of the broader country and spearhead the revival of the region. Yeah, good for them. Good Look, for if them. that's what you want to that's where you want to live, that's where you want to live. If yeah. That's what you want to do. 
Got every right to do it. Yep, you do. I don't get wrong. I think it's sad, but at the same time, I understand it. I ain't moving there. I, well, no, I'm definitely not moving there. <laughs> Here's the funny thing, too. It's kind of like the villages. Like, you know the one area in the country that has the most sexually transmitted diseases? Yes. <laughs> it's the villages, right? Yeah, right. You know how much fucking is going to be going on over here? Oh, I'm sure a lot. Oh, I'm sure it's yeah. going to be a ton. <laughs> a lot of swinging. Hold on. It, it makes me mention something else here. When Which talk, the villages, if you don't know, is a huge retirement community in Florida. Huge yeah. retirement I, I think community. you have to be 55 or older to even live there. Yeah, I think yeah. so. So we were talking last night with John, because John's now living in uh, up in southern Georgia, basically. Right. He lives so far up there. But in Madison, there is... Oh, he's still in Florida, though. Yeah, he's still in Florida. Okay, yeah, you're making so a joke. I in Madison, yeah, but he's like five miles away from, from the, border. the border. Yeah. Like, it's pretty fucking close. He'd have been able to see your sandbags had you won governor. <laughs> They'd be really tall. They'd be really tall. He'd be able to see them. So, but he talked about how there is a dispensary that's opening up in that, in the, this like town has like 3,000 people. Right. And they're opening up a dispensary. And he's right. like, well, but you know, people are probably going to be pissed off that are there. Is it a medical or a, a like I think the, it's like a true leaf. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a true leaf. So, but my, the point I was making to him that night or last night was. So he thinks people are going to be pissed off at it. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, look, first off, they're not going to stick it there to piss people off. And the second thing is people from not around there aren't going to drive there to get their weed. Right. They're only going to get people that are from the community. Right. So if it makes it and it's popular, like, in, and, and it makes money, it's because, because the people, people in that area want to get high. Right. Yeah. So like. <laughs> You know, you're not forcing it on anybody. Right. Like, if they want to get it, they will. And you know what? There's probably going to be a ton of people that are going to go over there and they're going to get their weed from True Leaf. Right. Right. But that's a medical. I, it's uh, It might be a little different if it was a, uh, you know, like a the hemp dispensary we have in Clearwater, you know, which sells actual THC, but it's it, to anybody. You don't need a card, but it's hemp derived. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. That's all right. It's pretty. It's good. okay. It'll do, it'll do for you in a give pinch. Give me old school weed, though. Yeah, it'll yeah. go in a pinch. But I want some regular. I want regular weed. Yeah, yeah. I like regular weed better. But I feel like I get higher better. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. The too. other one gives you high, but like not like that kind of. High. It's not quite the same. So, but, but to 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 put a cap on this whole thing with the uh, community thing. Look, if you want to do that, you can do that. But right, right. You know. All right, I want to talk about this because uh, it actually leads into a couple other things. But this is a this is actually a great story. Um, there was there's been a breakthrough in gene therapy, and an 11, 11 year old boy who was born deaf uh, had a uh, basically a uh, congenial uh, defect uh, where the uh, what are they called? Are they cilia in his ear? No, that's earlobe. No, no, no. It's it's the the hairs inside the ear that you know. Anyway, that what they did is they used gene therapy to inject him with a virus uh, that delivered um, you know uh, the genes to this part of his ear and his uh, you know the internal fluid in there. So essentially, they infected him with a virus to change his uh, genetic uh, makeup, change his DNA, and it worked. And so now, uh, this 11-year-old who was born deaf, never heard in his entire life, can hear. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I'll go ahead and read from the article here. In a remarkable breakthrough, an 11-year-old boy has regained his ability to – regained is a bit of a weird word because he could never hear to begin with. Yeah, that's weird. Has regained his ability to hear after receiving pioneering gene therapy. 
Asim Dam from Morocco, who was born with a conge- uh, congen- congenital uh, deafness, became the first person in the United States to undergo this revolutionary treatment. Thanks to the successful procedure, Dam can now experience the sound of his father's voice and passing cars, marking a significant milestone in the field of gene therapy. Like those are the two things you wanted to hear. Right. The cutting-edge treatment targeted a specific form of congenital deafness and is set to be trialed in younger children in the near future. Uh, Let's see. I wanted to get to the part where... um, Okay. The operation involved partially lifting his eardrum and introducing a modified virus specifically engineered to transport functional copies of the otoferlin gene into the fluid of his cochlea. This innovative approach kick-started the production of the missing protein in his hair cells, ultimately restoring their proper function. Okay. So, um, it's just... That sounds sexual. Amazing what they can do. Really? Why you got to take it there? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, anyway, I just I thought that was an interesting story, but it kind of ties into what I want to talk about later. Uh, the next story I want to get into is, it turns out, remember how we've been talking about the uh, 23andMe... Um, uh, hack, mm-hmm. okay, and uh, how uh, uh, it had, uh, you know, I suspected the whole time that the Chinese were behind it, and I still think it was most likely. Well, it turns out that what they specifically targeted was DNA from ethnic Chinese people and ethnic Jews. Oh, that's all they were looking for. And that's what they got. Are they going after the Jews to protect them or to kill them? The genetic testing company 23andMe is being accused in the class action lawsuit of failing to protect the privacy of customers whose personal information was exposed last year in a data breach that affected nearly 7 million profiles. The lawsuit, which was filed on Friday in federal court in San Francisco, also accused the company of failing to notify customers with Chinese and Ashkenazi, Ashkenazi, that's how you say it, Ashkenazi Jewish heritage that they appeared to have specifically targeted or that their personal genetic information had been compiled into specially curated lists that were shared and sold on the dark web. Okay. So specifically, they were looking for this specific genetic material. They might be Nazis. Chinese, okay, and ethnic Jews, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fascinating. Another thing that happened this week is the Pentagon came out with a new report essentially saying that um, China is developing bioweapons, okay? And in fact, they're so concerned about it uh, that they created this new council, kind of like an interagency council, um, that reports directly to the Secretary of Defense and has the authority to streamline all the the stove piping that goes on in the Pentagon, you know, which is kind of like you know, well, this is, one hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing. Oh yeah, no, no, everybody's got their own little fiefdoms. Exactly. So they're 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 trying to eliminate that when it comes to uh, countering bioweapons specifically. And I'm going to read a little bit from the report here. From the report. Um, The PRC has also released plans to make China the global leader in technologies like genetic engineering, precision medicine, and brain uh, sciences. These Chinese publications have called biology, quote, a new domain of war. Oh, shit. Right. 
the most recent compliance and inheritance report with arms control, nonproliferation, and disarmament agreements and commitments raises concerns with the People Republic, uh, People's Republic of China's compliance with the BWC based on research and activities with potential dual-use applications. It later adds... The U.S. is specifically concerned with China's military medical institutions, toxin research and development. Oh, shit. Okay. So last week, we told you about the story of, uh, you know, the Chinese developing this new strain of coronavirus. They genetically engineered mice to have this uh, mutant, uh, mutated mice to have a human protein. Okay. Then they genetically engineered this coronavirus to attack that protein in mice, and they created a coronavirus with 100% kill rate. All the mice that ate, means everybody. Yeah, all the mice they infected with it died within eight days. Okay, so you have that story. You have the story of you know 23andMe targeting Chinese and and Jewish specifically, um, you know uh, DNA. Mm-hmm. Okay, which tells me that if you're going to make a bioweapon and you don't want it to kill your own people, okay. Who's, whose DNA do you need to have a big database of? And I'm sure they already have a huge database of DNA of, of Chinese people in China, but they're probably going for people with Chinese heritages. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? In other countries. So, Boy, I hope I got some relatives that have fucked some Chinese people back in the day, so, so I can see if I, get, <laughs> right? if I get enough of that DNA, I can make it. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and it, it, so when you put all this information together, I mean, it just, you know, and, and then you have a, the, the, that... You know, COVID-19 was most likely a lab leak of a genetically engineered uh, a coronavirus. You know? So they've done this whole thing before. Which they totally tried to cover up. Right. <coughs> and now they could potentially and be And they were doing that doing with our scientists, again. too. It's not even like, like the Defense Department's only mad because like they're not getting in on the deal. Well, we were definitely directly involved in COVID-19. Absolutely. I mean, it, we all the evidence is there. We have all the you know proof that that happened. So the only question that they could try to get around is whether it actually came from the lab or somehow the genetically identical virus you know mutated on its own and appeared in a wet market two miles away yeah i mean come on but hold on but if you say it's it's if you say that it came from the lab that's what makes you racist i don't if it came from the wet market not racist i i you know you you always say that and I, i don't really understand the implication what do you mean you know i the whole racist thing no, because here's the thing: a wet market. I'm, their market of how they do consumer goods. I've never been accused of being racist. You're racist all the that. time. Your middle name is fucking clan. Oh well, I hate the fucking Chinese, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't hate all Asians, just Chinese. You know, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's just this is a horrifying you know a, a turn of events here, and it's God. There's, you know, <laughs> I long for the days. When the biggest thing we had to be concerned about was a nuclear war. I mean, in retrospect. Because that would be so much better than Yeah, this. in retrospect, that seems like a cakewalk, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Duck and cover in, in, in elementary schools now seems like, a, oh, God, those were the days. You know, when we had such trivial things to worry, worry about, it, such as nuclear war. You now know. we got bioweapons right. and it's gonna, with a hundred percent kill rate. We have AI that's going <laughs> to, you know, uh, wipe out humanity or enslave us. Yeah. Well, you know what it is, is that the nuclear wars just cause too much damage everywhere else. We just need to kill everybody. Right. And save and save the infrastructure. Right. Yeah. So now here's the thing. If America was working on a bioweapon like this, 
who would it who would we target you know who would we exempt from that bioweapon well the jews right and white people and ethnic chinese we'd have to exempt all those because those are american citizens too yeah, I think we it would, would be have easier to, to see who we're going to target. Yeah, but you you really can't target like Africa's anyone. Africa's done. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> black folks are probably yeah. If, now you guys are in trouble. If government has anything to do with it, black folks are probably all in trouble. I mean, yeah. you know, they stick all the abortion clinics in your neighborhood for a reason, right? Unless maybe it goes the other way, and the whole you know uh, POC or something like who knows? Yeah, I I just don't trust any of these people with well, any of this any technology. Of yeah. No, no, nobody should have this shit. But it is in, it is interesting now how going back to the the story of the boy who can hear, okay. Mm-hmm. So now, not only do they have the ability to create these you know uh, these uh, mutant viruses, perfectly genetically engineer them, they can now use them to deliver genes that completely change our DNA. Yeah, this is like so, some Star Trek shit. <laughs> it's more like Marvel shit, honestly. Marvel Star Trek. When you think about it. I mean, this is kind of like, you know, they could start genetically engineering human beings through viruses. Yeah. And they could do it. Some Captain America shit. They could do it to make them. Super soldiers. Super soldiers. They could do it to make them idiots. You you never know what they're going to do. Well, here's the thing. It's kind of hard to perfect what we've been doing when it comes to making people idiots now, though. Yeah, right. I don't think that science has any answers that can be better. The internet has done a great job at that. Yeah, no, we're already pretty far down the road. If you haven't talked to your normal person, like, we're Like 12% of the population thinks the earth is flat. So it's uh, whatever's going on there is already working pretty well. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, when you tie all those things together, it's just it, you know horrifying. So, so all right, you you take it to one so of yours. Let's no no no. I'm, we're gonna go with what you have here, which is uh, the next part, which is no. Uh, I'm saving more that. reasons I'm not saving to come that. to. I'm saving. What that. do you mean? I'm saving that second hour. Yeah, unless you want to hit it. You all right? You fine? You cover it. Cover no, it. No, no, no no no. We no, can no, save no, it. For the, no, I, I'm, so this first one, because Adrian, who does want, wants to stop tourism from coming to Florida is put these articles up. The first one, the family of an 85-year-old woman who was dragged into a lake by a large alligator and drowned behind her home in Florida has filed a wrongful death lawsuit. (sighs) Wait, why? 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 Hold on, let's figure this out. Uh, One year ago, I received a phone call that my every son dreads. My mother, Gloria, healthy, vibrant, and beautiful woman was dead. First off, there is nobody that's healthy and vibrant at 85, by the way. Let me just say this right off the bat. Um, Bill Stingy, the son of the of Gloria Sergi, said in a statement, "I never could have imagined the agonizing way in which my mom spent her last minute on earth." Now that part's true. That really does suck. Um, when Gloria Serge was walking her dog named Trooper at Spanish Lakes Fairways, a retirement community in Fort Pierce, a ten foot long, seven hundred pound alligator attacked her on February 20, twenty twenty three, according to the January twenty fifth news release from Lester Lester Landy and Smith PLLC, the law firm representing the family. It grabbed her foot and dragged her into the nearby retention pond, where it disfigured the body and drowned her. The January uh, the lawsuit filed January twenty fifth said. Uh, Gloria searches. You don't body- need to read the whole hard- article. Basically, I was just putting it out there because someone else just got eaten by an alligator in Florida. So it's another reason, folks, do not come to Florida. Florida will kill you. I keep telling you that. Woman just got eaten by an alligator. So, next story. Well, hold on though. But what are they suing though? Uh, they're suing the uh, retirement community for allowing a seven foot, you know, uh, uh, or a, a ten foot, seven hundred pound alligator to live in a retention pond. 
You know what I'm saying? They're saying they, my guess is they're saying that they someone they should have dealt with the alligator. You know, there's fucking it's gators. It's fucking Florida, man. Right? There's gators everywhere. You know, so I'm sure they'll settle for some you know reasonable amount on that. But uh, I mean, they're only looking for like fifty grand, so they're not looking for that much no. money. And you got to say, uh, she must have been fairly. Uh, healthy and vibrant because uh, you know at 85 she's still walking her dog around a lake yeah i mean you i guess she saying? was a little bit but yeah. at the same time don't walk around a fucking lake though well in florida there's I, gators in there a, a, another uh presumably uh healthy and vibrant uh, 81 year old woman was just shot and killed by uh florida deputies in Sumner county so um apparently she was having a little bit of a mental episode and uh folks i think we pretty much all know what happens when you uh you know, have a mental and, uh, mental episode and call the police. Somebody's getting shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, an 81 year old woman was shot by a deputy late Monday night after she attempted to stab a deputy amid a mental episode. Now, here's the thing. It's I understand still an 81 year old woman. Yeah, I, I get it that, you know, someone wielding a knife and coming at you can be problematic. But. I don't see any situation where, you know, even me as a middle-aged man, an 81-year-old woman, when I'm paying attention to the situation, could get the drop on me and stab me with a knife. You know, I, I just, there's no scenario where I, I can imagine not being able to either escape that or, you know, uh, block it, defend it, disarm her. I mean, it just seems it's an 81-year-old woman. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how you, you <laughs> how a cop would have to, you know, resort to deadly force in that situation. You know, I'm serious. Can you imagine that? I mean, unless, look, unless we're talking about an 81-year-old Serena Williams, then maybe. You know, someone like is is like was the a great athlete and all that, and you know is is still in tip top shape, and you know what I'm saying. I I just can't imagine any scenario where, and again, anyone with a knife is absolutely a threat, but I, I just can't imagine a scenario where I would resort to deadly force in that situation. I mean, she's the one that called the cops too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So. Because and yeah. saying she was having a mental episode, so the cops should actually be somewhat prepared to deal with that, you know, and not being like not shooting them. When that happens, they should send. They shouldn't send cops. They should send EMTs. They should send paramedics. They should send people who have mental health, you know, counseling training. Well, look, send them along with a cop if you want, but no, like, just send them. You yeah, know. don't. Be and just there's places that have started doing that, and they've resulted in virtually no fatalities virtually no injuries the situation always works out way better you know than when you send the cops but folks my point is is that if the gators don't get you here in florida the cops will yeah and so don't come finally um there's a bill finally in the florida legislature that uh would uh shield officers who kill people in the line of duty from having their names released to the press because God forbid if uh, they face or face some backlash uh, for murdering people. Yeah, this this is rules for thee, but not for me. <laughs> the bills filed in Florida would allow law enforcement agencies to hide the names of police and correctional officers who kill people. 
Such legislation was widely expected after the Florida Supreme Court ruled in December that police departments could not invoke Marcy's Law, a crime victim's rights law adopted by Florida voters in 2018, to hide the names of officers involved in deadly shootings. The ruling was much broader than expected, though, and stripped privacy protections from civilian crime victims as well. Um, but yeah, so essentially they're saying that if uh, if a cop kills someone, the public doesn't get to n- know their name. Yeah, yeah. Which I find absolutely yeah. Oh, speaking of names, though, uh, it's State Rep. Chuck Brannon of McElhinney that filed HB 1605 and HB 1607 earlier this month. The former would expand the definition of crime victims to include law enforcement officers, corrections officers, or correctional probation officers who use deadly force in the course of their scope within their employment of official duties. How does that boot leather taste? You're a scumbag. How does that boot leather taste on your tongue there? You are a scumbag. Folks, that's it for hour number one. If you'd like to join us in hour number two, all you need to do is go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a subscriber. Uh, You get hour number two of the show and you get a whole bunch of swag. So do that and we'll see you on the other side.